Aloha! Finally back after a week off in Maui. What's up, everybody? So, I want to... We're going to talk about today the epidemic of burnout and just kind of, you know, people that are feeling burnout and kind of why this is caused and some of the things that I've seen around it. And just to kind of open up the conversation, we have to remember this. The human body biologically is designed to survive, not to thrive, right? And thriving is something that we consciously have to make effort towards every single day with every single action that we do. So opening up with a statement like that is kind of where I want to kind of just peel off the whole conversation for today because this is something that I was in a, I was in the middle of a fit start assessment which is you know one of the little introduction assessments we do with everybody here and uh, this guy was actually it was a pretty cool story he was a probably early fifties late forties um, six eight six nine guy super tall right and uh, basketball player like which you can probably assume being that tall. Um, but actually, you know, successful in his journey of basketball, right? He went from playing, you know, throughout his entire, like, kind of, you know, kid life through school and then went into college and played D1 basketball in Michigan. Then he went and played overseas, never made it to the NBA, but then kind of just ran into this point of, like, feeling burnt out, right? And that's where he kind of got out of basketball. And as we were kind of going down this conversation, talking about his exercise history, the, the burnout statement kept popping up, right? Like, he was like, okay, I was doing this. I felt burnout and I quit, right? And I was doing this and I felt burnout and I quit. And more so ever this last year, I've, this statement and this thing has just popped up. Like I, I never really heard burnout is kind of a popular thing, right? And the last year, I just like keep hearing the term, I'm feeling burnt out, I'm feeling overworked, I'm feeling this. And we all tend to jump to the next thing. We jump to the next job. We jump to the next relationship. We jump to the next gym. We jump to the next business venture. We're jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. And we keep looking, thinking that, hey, the grass is always going to be greener on this opposite side. So let's just jump over there. And then we get over there and we realize, like, oh, shit, like, maybe this is not what I want. So let's jump over to the next thing. And let's jump over to the next thing. And... um you know, for me, it's like, okay, running functional lifestyles, we've been open now for four and a half years. The first three years of running the business, I lost one employee. Last year, I've lost six total in 12 months, right? Or a little over 12 months. And for me, like even some of the things, the conversations with people that were leaving, like none of them, like I have a good relationship with every single person that's left here, uh, or at least I think I do, hopefully. And, but a couple of times, the thing of burnout kept popping up. And in my industry, you know, something I've always told coaches and trainers alike is I think that I work in an industry that is full of prima donnas. Not to say that people that have been on this team or have quit are prima donnas, but you know, at Equinox, for example, my last previous job, I remember this, and I always tell this story that they were like, "Okay, can you uh, can you present to the team?" Because there was like three or four months in a row where I was like at the top of sessions, and you know, the last kind of couple of years, I was always top three, top five in sessions. And they're like, "Can you just explain like how are you able to do these sessions?" But then still have your competition and your outside stuff going on. We think it's really cool to see. Um, and not to say that I'm the only person doing this. There's plenty of people that are at the top of the food chain that do this. Um, and I remember laughing at them and I, like, and not laughing directly in their face, but kind of going like, well, I don't really think it's something that I really want to present or talk about because being a full-time employee at Equinox was only 22 sessions a week, right? Which is 22 hours, right? And I was doing 35-ish at this time, right? So we're doing 140 sessions a week. It was like top, you know, for Equinox. And and I always laughed in my head kind of thinking about that. I'm like, how the hell, like, is that supposed to be an impressive thing when, like, a full-time job is 40 hours a week, right? And 
there's a lot more people in different industries and more importantly, even different countries, right? Like there's, I was hearing this podcast, it's probably about a year, a year and a half ago that was saying like the average work hour per week in China was like somewhere close to like 60 to 80. It was like a, it was like R40 is their 60 to 80, you know? And they're like, well, how do you avoid burnout was one of the things that they want me to present. And I remember, like I said, like just laughing to myself going like, why is this something that it needs to be presented? Because like, I love what I do and 35 hours a week or 35 sessions is really like, yes, it might be a lot of work compared to maybe the majority of people here at that time. Um, but there's people that have done way more than me, but also like, I don't think it's like, there's 168 total hours in a week. I don't feel burnt out at all, you know? So I want to kind of touch on this today, right? Because for me, thinking about that conversation and thinking about it a lot really over this last year because like you know something personally with the business stuff and losing the people that I did you know I always try to as a business owner or a manager or in a position ship, a position of leadership I think all of us should hopefully think like this that I try to I try to take the blame right I want to take the blame because I'm like well what can I change I can't control their thoughts and their feelings and their decisions to move on or their, and that, and that is like more power to every single person that does this in jobs and relationships and business and health and whatever they do. But for me with my specific scenarios, like what, what would, what am I looking at from the outside perspective going like, am I, do, am I overworking my people? Was I, was I not treating them right? Was I not in alignment with them? And then I try to think about from personal examples, like what are things maybe that I have felt burnt out? And to give you kind of a little like history on that, prior to me opening up the business, so I officially started opening the business at 25 years old and 26 is when I officially opened up grand opening. So I've been in the industry now for 14 years. So from 16 to 26, let's call it, so a little less than a decade probably, I was working at probably about close to 10 different gyms. So I was bouncing around a lot, right? And now when I think this conversation for burnout is really going to be directed more towards the people that if you're younger or you're you're more amateur, maybe in a field or a sport or a business or something like that, you are going to bounce around a lot, right? Because you need to get that experience. You need to get the exposure. You need to find out what's going to be right for you. Um, because at the end of the day, here's one thing I want everyone to remember. Burnout means that you are not in alignment with your purpose, right? You are not in alignment with what you and your goals that you have set for yourself are. And that's not just business and work. That could be, you know, your health goals. That could be your relationship goals. That could be whatever goal you might set out for yourself. But here's one thing I want you to also remember that I've talked on a couple podcasts about the importance of setting goals for ourselves, right? Because goals give us something objectively to go. I'm currently here at point A. And I want to be here at point B. So setting that goal gives me a target. It gives me a finish line. And it gives me a destination to be traveling or working towards. But that being said, we have to remember this. If you set goals, that is step one, right? Structuring out the plan and things like that is obviously going to be part of that process. But if all you do is focus on the end goal or the end result you are never going to be present in the moment. You're never going to be focused on the process because you are only focused on the result, right? And let that sink in, right? So if you are only focused on the result and not the process, you are no longer present. And something you guys have heard me and you will continually hear me say this over and over and over and over again is out of like the two things that I wish every single person could take a little bit more of for their own happiness and well-being is the ability to stay present and the ability to stay open-minded, right? When we lose our sense of presence or we become more closed-minded, we see 
through this little, little, little hole on what's possible, right? But then more importantly is we're not living in the present moment. And that in itself is going to cause you to be anxious, is going to cause you to become depressed, is going to cause you to become stressed. And the reason why is you're not living in the moment. So to kind of just tie some of that stuff in is when we look at burnout, one of the things that I wish people can take a little bit more time or maybe even more importantly take away from today's conversation and podcast is take the time to do diligence to really, when you are setting those goals and you are planning for yourself, what is most important to you, right? Don't And understanding that things that are really, really important and are things that are more aligned for your purpose and are more aligned with what you want in life, there is no path of least resistance here. There is going to be a lot of work. There is going to be a lot of obstacles. There's going to be a lot of plateaus that you're going to hit. And to kind of keep this, you know, a little bit more specific to fitness as usual, think about it this way. I see this with clients all the time and just to kind of use that opening story of that guy that just signed up this week is he would do something and then he would hit a plateau and try to work through it and then that plateau never really got bursted so he said, fuck it, I'm quitting, I'm moving on to the next thing. And then you do the next fitness or the next venture, the next thing and you end up just, when you get into these plateaus and we run into these obstacles, this is where we get tested as humans, right? And unfortunately... We're not able to sit with our discomfort. We're not able to sit in this position of saying, hey, this is not working or, hey, I'm not comfortable. Hey, I'm not happy here. I'm not whatever. But instead of sitting with it and trying to figure out what's not working so you can find something that makes it work, we immediately just jump to the next thing thinking that, hey, okay, well, shit, this one didn't work. So I guarantee the next one's going to work. Changing into a different exercise program and into a different diet moving away, switching jobs, switching relationships. You have to remember those things are going to be part of the process no matter what. I don't want people to think that this conversation is about like, hey, stick in this damn relationship no matter what, stick in this job no matter what, stick in this exercise program no matter what. There is a little trial and error, and that is something that is part of the evolution of life. But, you know, this is one thing I heard in a podcast. For me, I was lucky enough to have parents that are still together, that are still healthy, that still love each other. And there's so many people that don't have that privilege to have other, like, you know, their parents are divorced. They don't have parents or they're passed away. You know, one of the things that always trips me out when we think about kind of marriage is like the amount of divorces we have and the fact that it's normal, right? Like it's normal to say, get married and get a divorce. Like you hear more of that than you do hear of people getting together. Right. And this podcast was touching on it. And it was the lady, I forget whatever her job was. Um, she was talking about it. She's like, and some of the reasons we see that people are getting divorced now is not necessarily because these people are unhappy in the relationship. It's because they think they can be happier in another relationship. Right. Let that sink in. Not that I'm unhappy in what I'm currently doing, but I think I can be happier in someone or somewhere else. Right. That trips me out, right? Because that means that the fact that you're just not present in that current relationship, that current project, that current program, that current job, that current location that you're living in, and we're trying to find a scapegoat to make us happy. This is normal, right? At the end of the day, like I was just saying, like we're designed to survive. We're not designed to thrive, right? So in order for us to thrive as humans, because at the end of the day, we want to live a happy, fulfilled purposeful, driven lives, something that you wake up excited for every single day. But we have to remember this, that happiness 
comes from you, right? It's something that comes from within ourselves, not from outward. So we have to begin to look more inward and less outward, right? And, you know, kind of talking about, I always remember this as a kid, like, I would always, my dad was a very, uh, you know, my mom was the mom. Like, if we wanted to get anything, hey, I want to go out a little bit longer. Or, hey, I want to eat some certain food that we're not, whatever, right? We always went to mom. Dad was kind of our hard ass in our relationship, which is, I'm glad I had that relationship. Because when I was in the in the acute response, I didn't like it as a kid. I was like, fuck, man, dad's dick. Dad's an asshole. But I realized that as I got older and as I moved out and as I become more matured and I become more of an adult myself that like, hey, these were the things that made me who I am and made me so disciplined in certain areas. So that I am extremely grateful for. But I remember always saying this. Me and my brothers always said this. Fuck this. I'm out of this. I'm moving. I'm out. He's like, my dad would always say, cool, move, pack your bags. And he didn't even hesitate. I'm like, all right, well, all right, well, I'm out. You know, and it's just, it's just a kind of a perfect example that we thought just because the acute situation, that current situation was so stressful or such a, a pissed off moment for us that, okay, well, instead of being there and realizing what is happening, I was just looking for, well, let's get out of it. Let's move somewhere else, right? So think about this with yourself. If you, if you are in a current situation where you feel like your job or you feel like your relationship or you feel like the place that you're living or you feel like the exercise program or you feel like the diet is not working, before making that decision to look outwards and move on, make the time and the this, the conscious decision to look inward first, right? Because when you can look inward and figure out what is the thing that is causing me this discomfort, and then realize that the second thing to follow up that, that the only way we grow as a human is by going through these moments of discomfort, right? Is by going through these moments of hitting a plateau, right? Is by going through these moments of low motivation and turning that into discipline, right? These are things that are hard. And the reason why most humans, unfortunately, are living paycheck to paycheck, that are unhealthy, that are in pain, that are overweight, that are not happy, that are anxious, that are stressed, and living life's you know, for me, when I look at that, like, that's not living life's full potential. We're supposed to be happy. We're supposed to love life. We're supposed to love people. We're supposed to be healthy. We're supposed to, all these things are things that we're supposed to do, but we have to remember that those things that we're supposed to do that make us thrive require a lot of conscious effort and require a lot of conscious work. And they also require unfortunately a lot of hardship in that journey right so we have to remember that the process itself is not supposed to be easy if it was supposed to be easy we would all be rich happy lean whatever the hell your goal might be but it's not right so it requires a lot of work so when it comes to burnout i think this epidemic of burnout that we're seeing is it's coming from a lot of this like needing that quick satisfaction needing that next new thing right like in you guys have heard me complain about this with technology. I think like technology and social media, more importantly, is giving everyone this fast satisfaction. I can get on something and boom, 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 even though it's very unconscious, right? So we want to look at understanding that burnout, A, tends to stem from being out of alignment. B, tends to stem from us not being comfortable being uncomfortable. So if we know those two things already, just to begin that, remember that take the time to plan accordingly for what is best for you. Don't just get a job to have because it pays you well. Find a job that's aligned with your purpose in life because at the end of the day, this is something I'm a big believer in, obviously. 
I do what I do because I fucking love what I do. I love working with people. I love making people healthier. I love seeing people happier. I love seeing people be better versions of themselves. So this is why I want to do this and be in this industry for the rest of my life. And I don't care if it's me working with clients or me if it's working with coaches that work with clients. This is what I want to do, right? So I was lucky enough to find out at a very young age that this was my alignment. And it took me 10 years of doing what I was doing, knowing that I wanted to open up my own business. At the end, you know, at a very young age, once again, I knew it was like, okay, this is what I wanted. Not everyone is lucky enough to find that out. So I understand that, right? But do take the time to plan for what is best for you. What are you looking for in a relationship? And most importantly, why? What are you looking for in a job? What are you looking for with your body and your health? Find something that's sustainable. Don't find something that's a quick fix. The quick fix will always run us into more problems, right? We're seeing this a lot with the pandemic. We see this a lot with what's going on right now. Um, And, you know, this is something I preach a lot on all my platforms with social media that, like, I personally come from a place of prevention, that health is something that we can control. We can avoid a lot of illness. We can avoid a lot of pain. We can avoid a lot of stress. We can avoid a lot of disease just by taking care of ourselves in the first place, right? By addressing the things like movement exercise, by addressing nutrition, by addressing the level of stress that most people have, by paying attention to sleep, paying attention to your environment, the community of people you surround yourself with, and most importantly is always your mindset. So to really kind of wrap this around and kind of tie this conversation, I don't want to go too long, but I did kind of want to vent because it is something that I see is becoming more and more predominant, like that I'm surrounded by. And I, I personally... Didn't understand it at first, but when I took time to kind of really, as I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about in this podcast today, I really thought, I'm like, wow, like this is something that is like a lot of people are dealing with. So if you are dealing with burnout, step one homework I would love for you to do is take the time to really sit down with yourself, write these things down, journal them, do whatever you got to do to get it out of your brain, and write down from a job what the goals are. Write down from a relationship with your goals are, with your body, with your health. Then second thing is, what do you think out of those goals is going to be the most sustainable path for you to be in that process for the rest of your life. Because at the end of the day, you know, I need my business functional lifestyles because lifestyles in itself is something that we're going to do hopefully forever. This is not, I don't believe in the short term. I believe in the long term. So second piece to that, like I said, would be once you write those goals and objectives for yourself, excuse me, I want you to then find like, what do you think for you is going to be the most sustainable path, right? So That's going to be the thing that's going to require a little bit more planning. And then the big thing, in order to keep you present, in order to keep you happy, because that's what's most important about avoiding burnout, is focus on the systems and not the goals. So what I mean by that is if you're only focused on goals, if I'm 100 pounds or I'm 200 pounds and I want to be 180, for example, if I'm only focused on 180, I'm living in somewhere that I'm not currently at. I need to remember that the systems of my exercise protocol, my nutrition plan, my whatever it is that you have, I have to be focused on those daily systems because that's what keeps me in the process, right? Um, I deal this deal with this stuff just like every single other human does, and this is something that I use these podcasts as reminders for myself, and this is why I love doing them, is like my job. I'll give you an example. When I first opened the business, when I was younger, I wanted – or not even prior to me opening the business – I wanted to own my own thing because I didn't want to be told what to do because I hated that. But more importantly, I wanted to be in control. But I always thought like, oh, yeah, 
business owners make a shit ton of money. I'm going to make all this money, blah, blah, blah. And when I realized, like, oh, fuck, like, making a lot of money and making it to the top of the food chain in whatever industry or job or position you have in life, like, it's not easy. It requires a lot of work. But the more I was focused on, oh, I need to be making X amount of dollars, the more I felt myself being stressed out about not being there versus being like, why do you do this in the first place and reminding myself of the why. So just to kind of tie this up so I can finish up here, remember that number one, you need to figure out what in life is important to you. Number two, you need to figure out how are you going to do it, but more importantly, how are you going to do it more sustainably? Number three is figure out your why. That's your alignment, right? If you can really tie in the what, the how, and the why, it's going to make everything have more purpose. It's going to make it easier to stay in the present moment to focus on the process. And hopefully over time, it's going to prevent the burnout. And just let it be a reminder. If you continually switch relationships or jobs or diets or exercise plans or whatever you're switching back and forth on and you are continually not seeing success let's plan on the next one not being successful as well so take that as an opportunity and information for yourself to really look inward to take that time and that opportunity to go this is a moment for me to realize that i maybe might be the problem here and why am i switching job to job why am i switching thing to thing and if you can realize that maybe it's because you're not comfortable being a little bit more uncomfortable, if you just really kind of peel apart the onion here, and once you get into that hot button, you get into that emotional thing, that's something you need to sit with, right? Because at the end of the day, all growth in life, financial, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, relationship, environmental, whatever the fuck it is, happens outside that level of comfort, always. And that will never change. So instead of trying to find the path to least resistance, let's sit with ourselves. Let's understand that discomfort at some level is going to be part of that process. Focus on that. Okay. All right, guys. As always, as hope, I hope you guys got something for this one. I wanted to kind of just freestyle this one. I didn't take any notes or ran on it, but I hope you guys got something out of it that hopefully helps you guys with some of the things maybe a lot of people are dealing with. As always, I appreciate you guys listening. For those that are listening, uh, I appreciate the comments and texts I've been getting on this saying that you guys love it. It really makes this easier for me. I love sharing the information and education that I've learned through my process and journey, and that's exactly what I want to be able to do with you guys and share it. So as always, leave a review, share it with somebody, give it to somebody that maybe you think needs to listen to this. And as always, take care. Have a good weekend. Talk to you guys soon. See ya.